Good morning and welcome back to the Truth About Local Government podcast. Um, I was really keen to do an episode today about why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Um, I was at the last night. I was at a pub quiz with my friends, and I was asking for feedback because this is this is all new to me. Um, I mean, this is literally the third time I've recorded this episode because uh, I keep breathing too heavily on the um, on the microphone, which is affecting the sound quality. So I've, I've ordered myself a new uh, microphone uh, head cover, but we'll, we'll we'll try and persevere today. But essentially, why I wanted to do this podcast, I mean, to give you a bit of background context, I've been doing, I've been working with local government now for best part of a decade. But it started off with me working in a very niche part of that within the property regeneration and planning. Firstly, property, then regeneration, then planning. And, you know, like with anything, I, well, I, I always have this kind of tendency, I just, I can't just do a very little bit. I, I like to understand the bigger picture as to what's going on. Um, and I've been fortunate that my employer um, has allowed me to do that, you know. So uh, I've then started to kind of branch out and look at children and adults and we've got some great people who cover other broader areas that sit within a council. So legal, HR, procurement, finance, IT. But, you know, one of the things that I kind of became quite apparent was that, you know, there are some great podcasts out there. You've got the kind of podcasts that the MJ do, uh, that the local government association does, um, and they are fantastic, and I listen to them. But you know, the, the difficulty is that they are orientated and, and geared towards, um, well, they're geared towards people that work in council to deliver service into councils, so people that already know what is happening with councils. Um, you know, I think what there's a lot of a council looks after a whole society the whole community with every diversity and beautiful diversity and every element that goes into that. And for a lot of people sat at home with, you know, um, with their own kind of stresses and their own kind of uh, agendas as to what they're trying to do in their lives. Local government can sometimes be a real afterthought. The only real time, and I, I'm the same to this historically was, you know, when, you know, you, your, um, you know, your first, ever thinking about a council is when you're paying your council tax, you know, <laughs> you're there, you know, and then, and then it's this case of going, well, they take my bins, what else do they do? You know, where's that money going? And what's been really interesting is when you on the recruitment side of things, you, you, you speak to people and you see how hard they work and you see the pressures they're under and the variety of work. It just amazes me. And it's something that I'm just really passionate about. So I guess the principal purpose of this is to shine a light and to give some airtime to show exactly what a council does, the different tiering. So, you know, what does a unit tree, a metropolitan, a county, a London borough, a district do for their local community? You know, what does a procurement director do? What does a director of property do? What does an SEM caseworker do? What does a director of children's services do? What does a chief executive do? And also, you know, showing the pressure they're under, the stresses, what they have to go through to get that frontline service delivered. Um, that's what we're looking for from the, from these episodes. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough that, you know, I, I've got a really great network of people who I'm going to be getting on to talk. And it's going to be a little bit ad hoc. It's going to be a little bit, um, a little bit chaotic at times in terms of how we structure it, because it's not going to, I don't, I'm not going to work through one section and then move across. 
I just wanted to bring on people that I think are interesting and that people at home who, you know, don't have really have any political interests would be really interested by. And to just to give them an opportunity to talk about the stresses of working local government um, and also the opportunities. Because there are significant opportunities. And I, I think it's it's really something that hopefully this podcast will, will show is the great opportunities there are for a career in local government. But that then goes back to the point that, you know, at the moment we have got an all-time high of a lack of engagement at a local level. And that evidenced by fundamentally the, the lack of people that are turning out to vote um, at a local level. You know, I personally never had any interest, uh, you know, local government elections. My, my interest kind of got stimulated, um, well, kind of a catalyst for it, was my friend Dominic Stanford, um, who ran as a councillor uh, in Birmingham. And I saw firsthand, you know, I was out there delivering leaflets and, and being told to uh, the Conservatives uh, were, were not the party of choice for, for that area. Um, and I'm not, I'm not Conservative or Labour. I just, you know, I was just Matt just delivering leaflets. Um, but it was interesting. And you saw what even councils were doing at that level. Um, and then through my job, you know, I speak to people who are working so hard and you start to see how it all comes together because a council when it's run well and all the different parts have a really clear idea as to what they're driving towards. It's a beautiful thing. It honestly is. It's absolutely amazing. And when you see the consequence that has on the community, particularly, I mean, I, I give you a live example at the moment. I think that John Roos at Stoke-on-Trent has done some amazing work in driving forward, you know, in the Stoke area. I mean, Stoke, you know, was kind of redefining itself and, keeping that you know that focus now with regeneration but what have we seen there we've seen the fastest rate in growth increases for skilled jobs in the country part of leveling up now, leveling up, of course is, is political like where the conservative party were putting um funding to try and retain or win seats from historically labor areas but look, I'm not. I'm not sitting here trying to be any form of expert in politics. I'm simply trying to be a conduit to having some really interesting conversations about what councils do, and and hopefully via that, you know, we can explore. Um, but I do find it fascinating, and you know, I welcome all feedback because this is not. <laughs> this is going to be a big learning curve for me. I'm going to delve into doing some audio. Uh, work on some of the future podcasts but for now it's kind of going out uh, as nature intended just uh, as it is um but if you do have, if you have the opportunity to listen to this podcast which i'd really appreciate if you can give it a, a good you know a five-star rating would be amazing um but you know if you could just give it a listen if you like it give it a share um and you know in, in, our, in a kind of the humble way of the podcast you know if if by doing this people understand uh, a bit more as to the council's pressures. Hopefully they'll vote at the elections. Hopefully, therefore, people will also have that kind of community aspect where they'll say, actually, if central government can't give local government a clear funding plan, that's not okay. And I think if we can do that together, it will mean that the lives of all the community, including the most vulnerable, which is there, why are councils there to protect them, will fundamentally be better. Um, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be great. And I've got some really exciting people to come on the podcast. Um, we had, it was great to have Steve Kaplan on yesterday. Um, but um, thank you. Genuinely, thank you so much for listening. And um, oh, there's a thing when you're, you're recording yourself on the phone. You've got, <laughs> excuse me. 
But um, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I will hear from you. Uh, you'll hear from me very soon. Have a great day.